<laughs> so you've heard about me. I'm Joe Belshaw, the Food Procurement Manager. It's a bit of a, a fancy title for um, my job, which basically means it's my job to get the food in to make sure we have enough to feed the people that one can are currently looking after. May I have my next slide, please? Okay, I'm just going to talk. <laughs> no problem. So one can, for those of you that perhaps have never heard of the charity before or know a little bit or have not so much about us, we have been an organisation running since about 2011. We started as a cupboard in the back of St Andrew's Church in Hatters Lane and sadly we grew, we had to grow to meet need and we now have um, quite a large functioning warehouse in Duke Street, it's just at the back of the train station. We look after people in the south of Bucks, so we travel up to Prince's Risborough. We probably don't go quite as far as Chesham, they have food banks over there, but certainly down to Marlow, Bourne End, um, Holtzburg, Beaconsfield, we cover quite a large area. Next slide, please. We operate a referral system, so the way that we do that is we have these referring people. I don't expect you to see them, it's quite small, isn't it? But it's all on our Facebook page if you wanted to look. But these partners that we work very closely with refer people to us and there's a two, two-fold reason that we operate the system. Firstly, so that we know that you know, the people genuinely do need help. Um, we have a duty, I think, to the donators to make sure the food is going to people that genuinely need it. And also the, the referrers work closely with our clients to help them. So, for example, Citizens Advice, Christians Against Poverty, YMCA, Red Kite, they offer various financial management courses to help people perhaps have debt or financial difficulties. So I think it's really important that they can help our clients get back up on their feet. Next slide, please. People come to us for a number of reasons. Um, I think the top one at the moment is going to become a real issue as the furlough system closes any day now, isn't it? Um, loss of job, income, debt. People have ill health, mental health issues, uh, substance abuse, a number of reasons why people come to us. And we feed people that come to us. We don't turn people away so long as they come through that referral pathway. When we look after our clients, we give them a week's worth of food and that goes on for a four week cycle. And then at the end of that period, our referrers would speak with the clients and just check out their situation. And if we need to extend that help, then we will do so. OneCam was set up as a, an emergency food um, distribution, if you like, so we were never going to be a long-term um, provision of food. And I think we've achieved that. Certainly 75% of our clients receive between one and five parcels um, from us. So it is a short, sharp help for people who need it. Thank you. One thing I'm very keen to dispel this morning um, going forwards is that we're not just tins and pasta and UHT milk. We're doing a lot more fresh produce now, and I can see that today, this super courgette and the, uh, the squash that's come in. And I am certainly very, very passionate about this. I think it's so critically important to make sure that our clients have a balanced diet. And you can see on the right-hand side there, a fresh food parcel that would go out to, I think that's a family, a family one up there. Yes, it is, isn't it? And we've got some lovely um, Swiss chard that came in there, which is quite unusual, but we have accepted lots of allotment produce at the moment, which is just wonderful. So with those items that are perhaps a little bit unusual for our clients, so I've never cooked this with child personally, so we give out recipes to our clients. And on the left-hand side, you can see a little food parcel that I specifically put together when we had, I don't know if you can see it very clearly, but it's a beautiful beetroot in there. Um, beetroot's just amazing, it's so good for you. So I put together a little parcel that will contain 
oats and the beetroot and black beans and you can make black bean burgers so we're giving those out to our clients to help them produce something that's wonderful from the produce that they receive thank you so with COVID, we had to change the way we operate overnight, pretty much. Um, whereas clients would come to our satellite hubs and receive their food parcels. So we have the Wesley Church, Marlow Methodist, a number of different satellite uh, places around the area where people could come in and collect. We simply couldn't do that with COVID. Um, and we've now moved to a system whereby we have volunteer drivers who deliver the parcels to all our clients and you may recognise some of you in the audience, these two amazing gentlemen that have been incredible. Um, that's Trevor and Benedict from the Wickham Wanderers Football Club, who every Friday have come to us and delivered parcels to the Beachview Academy families. So during lockdown, they drove to their homes, and now the schools are currently back again. They're delivering to the schools. So it's just been absolutely phenomenal working with that group. We've also had to change the way that we receive our food, so we have collection points in supermarkets, as you well know, but sadly with lockdown, people just weren't able to get to the supermarkets, so we moved over very swiftly to a network of street heroes. You may have seen the little tubs that the children have outside your houses, and it's just been amazing. The response has been phenomenal. People have been so generous. I think people kind of want to do their little bit to help. And certainly during lockdown, I think 90% of our food came from Street Heroes. So it was a huge success. Um, and we still operate through Street Heroes as we do with supermarket trolleys. This slide is particularly um, moving for me. It just kind of shows our statistics and the number of people that we're looking after at the moment. So pre-COVID, back in March, we were looking after about 225 people on average um, a week. Uh, during COVID, so the peak week, I think, was the 23rd of May week, and we looked after 623 people at that time. It's almost a threefold increase. Thankfully, that has come down a little bit as people have kind of found their feet a little bit, but we're still running about 400 people a week, and we sadly expect that to rise. As I say, with furlough coming to a close, Brexit landing, there's going to be a whole host of difficulties that people are going to be facing. The numbers that we've seen so far represent a 77% rise in um, people and 64% rise in children, which to me is just, just awful to think that there are children out there that don't have enough food to eat. So we are absolutely plugging a gap that is there at the moment. The other very amazing um, stat I've just put on there regards the value of our food parcels. So the one that you saw there for a family, um, a single person's a parcel will cost about £21. We've obviously priced up all the, the products that go in there. And a larger parcel that go to a family of maybe two, three, four children would be about £65. So in August, we've totted up all the food parcels and it came to a staggering £23,000, which is just huge. So you can appreciate the amazing work that the street heroes and donators, you know, all that um, hard work has just been incredible and, and, and well needed, so thank you. So we have an amazing team of people that are able to deliver um, our services. We've got a whole team of volunteers that come in and pick and pack the food parcels. We've got drivers that deliver to people's homes. Um, we have warehouse staff who sort out the parcels um, behind the scenes. Um, the street heroes, I've already mentioned, that collect for us out on, in the neighbourhoods. And also now we've, we've got school heroes on board, which is just brilliant. We started this back in July and just ran a few as a trial to see how it would work. 
And on a Monday, Tuesday morning, the children bring in fresh produce that our nutritionist has asked that we specifically look for. So that's broccoli, carrots, onions and bananas. And children would come into school and bring those products and I'd go along and bring them back to one can. And then we could use them throughout the week in the food parcels. So we've reinvigorated the School Hero campaign. Now the schools are back, which is just brilliant. Oh, sorry, can I just go back? Sorry, just to finish off that slide. Um, the Veg Heroes, which um, we touched on, the produce has just been phenomenal that's been coming in. We've been working with various allotments, in particular the Grow to Give group, and any surplus comes into us. So as I say, it's very passionate and important to me to have lots of fresh produce. Um, also, we're working with supermarkets. So we've had this wonderful donation from Asda three times now, which has been phenomenal. The co-op in Bourne End have been very supportive. Lots of people have been very supportive. Some of the Asian uh, supermarkets in Wickham have pro provided spices that we can put in with our food parcels. So we're incredibly grateful to everybody who donates to us. Churches as well for your harvest festivals. And also financial donations. Um, we have huge running costs of about £200,000 a year, which is just incredible. So the salaries, the rents, electricity, water, buying laptops, etc., etc. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in addition to the food. So we're so very grateful to everything that people do. One thing I just want to add on that, if ever you've made a financial donation, um, it's a system that we have to change because at the moment the platform that we use, we can't say thank you. We don't know who gives us money. We see it in our bank account, but we can't actually say thank you. So apologies if you've ever donated and not received a thank you. And I'm very, very keen to address this. I think it's critically important to say thank you. So that's something just to add there, just in case you're, if you've ever donated and wondered why we never say thank you. So this is my final slide. I hope I haven't run on too much. I was, I was told to, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So apologies if I've gone on a little bit, but I just wanted to share this last picture with you. This is a picture of our warehouse in Duke Street. It doesn't look quite the same as that. We've had to take the, the one can banner down um, at the beginning of lockdown. There are about four or five food banks that we were aware of that were actually broken into and the food was taken. So I think that just demonstrates the need that's out there. And obviously we didn't want that to happen to us. So we took the sign down. So if ever you see us, it's quite, it's quite plain and unassuming. But that final statement really is, is really what we're all about. And it just says, and it came from one of our clients. It just said, thank you very much. Without your help, I would struggle to feed my family, which just gets me every time. So thank you so much. I'm going to thank not you. blub on you. And we'll if you have any questions, then just catch me at the end. Let, let's give Joe a clap because thank amazing you. work. Thank you, Joe. And you didn't go on at all. We could have heard so much more, I know. Let's keep that work in prayer. So many other charities as well that are doing amazing work. It was the AGM of the Wickham Refugee Partnership yesterday. So keep the work of that organisation in prayer. But especially the One Can Trust, the trustees, it's a heavy responsibility working under really difficult conditions um, with the COVID stuff. So pray for them. And within the fellowship, the two church families, uh, pray particularly for Audrey, who is quite unwell at home at the moment. Um, pray for her and the family. And pray too for the family of uh, Andrew Thomas, sort of old links with this church and 
Andrew's funeral is here on Thursday, uh, a young, young man in his 40s. Let's pray and invite you, after my words, God, our Creator, to join me in saying, hear our prayer. So, Lord of the harvest, we thank you for harvest gifts and all your blessings. We pray for those who struggle to feed their families, refugees across the world, those whose harvests have failed, those living in our own community who are in great financial crisis. And today we pray especially for the work for the staff and volunteers at the One Can Trust and for every client using this local food bank, every person in this area trying to feed their family or feed themselves and struggling. May they know kindness and compassion and may you surround them with your love. God, our creator, hear our prayer. Lord of the harvest, we thank you for your church across the world and here in the UK, sharing in the work of your kingdom, a kingdom of justice, joy and peace. Where your church is weak, bring new strength. Where it is complacent, bring your challenge. Where it is inward looking, renew its vision. Where it is discouraged, bring new hope and confidence. Bless the work of your church here, at Trinity and Cause End in the week ahead. May we be channels of your grace. God, our creator, hear our prayer. And Lord of the harvest, we thank you for our families and friends. We ask your blessing on them near and far. And we ask your strength for all who are struggling in life. And we name many in the silence of our hearts. Look with tender compassion on them, your children. Surround them with your grace and peace. God, our creator, hear our prayer. Accept and use these prayers and our lives in the work of your compassion. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.